Hello, everybody. How's it going? This is the Nerd BS Podcast, and BS stands for Backstory. And we want to deliver the backstory on nerd things. My name is Kyle, and I am joined, as always, today with Tomas. Say hello to the people. Hey, what's up, everyone? Uh, Last episode, I was really off on the Emperor's name. I said something like, I can't even remember how bad I messed it up. But the Emperor was Commodus. So, yeah, my bad on that. But, hey, what's up, Kyle? Hey, yeah, that's the Emperor from Gladiator the movie. Yeah, last episode. If you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to the last episode. And, of course, we have Alan. Alan right over here. And uh, if, you, uh, if you really want to send him some hate mail, I know he doesn't have a Twitter or anything, but uh, just send it to the normal email you'll hear at the end. <laughs> I will forward them to him. And... uh We'll get that corrected. <laughs> yes. Please send all your hate mail to Tomas. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, this is Halloween month. Actually, it's the week of Halloween. It'll be Saturday. It's coming up quick. And we wanted to talk... Well, I wanted to ask you guys what your favorite scary movie or Halloween movie is. Um, I just left it open for you guys. What your, what's your favorite scary movie, Tomas? Uh, mine would have to be Dog Soldiers. It is by far the best movie out there, and I will let you guess entirely the plot of the movie according to the title. But it's a great movie because Alan still remembers it, whether he'll deny it yeah. or not. Alan still all, remembers all, it. From I high remember school. the werewolves and the and the soldiers and the and the and the combat. I don't remember anything. <laughs> Wait, so it's called dog soldiers, but they're werewolves? I'm imagining werewolves. There there are werewolves, yes. There are no dogs, so don't get that in your head. There's but yes, it's a great movie. So I take it you're being slightly sarcastic when you say it's great. It's great because it's it's got Well, I mean it's great like like the shark, the tornado the sharknado. It, it's great in that sense. Is it yeah? Is it so bad? It's good. Is that the, the yeah? Kind it's of? kind of okay. on that level. Yeah, I got you. That's fantastic. Then I, I do love the cheesy movies, and it's supposed to be scary. I feel like they're definitely trying. I don't know if they realize that they're being cheesy, but I feel like they're they're seriously acting this really ridiculous moment. But I mean, I thought it was great. Dog soldiers, <laughs> don't look it up, people. Alan. What is your favorite uh, scary movie? Ernest Scared... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot about uh, That's so good. Uh, I thought about this long and hard because I have a lot of horror movies I really like, but I think I'll have to go with uh, Aliens with an S. Uh, I actually prefer that one more than the first, although the first is really good, but uh, the more action scenes in the second one is, is I think is more enjoyable, even though suspense in the first is really good. I think it's just a, a more enjoyable watch. I'm, I'm going to be totally honest here. I've never seen any of the aliens. They, it's a good choice. Um, I have, don't think I've seen uh, you don't all, need to. all of them. Yeah, the first two, That's you really want to dip into the third, you'll, that'll get you to stop watching them after that. I mean, it, it's, the third one's pretty rough. Uh, but the first uh, two, top notch. 
Is Sigourney Weaver? Yes, in I number think three? that was the last one she was in, at least like starring role. I, I could be completely wrong. Uh, I have a trilogy, and that's the last one. I actually watched all three last Halloween with my niece and nephew, and that was real fun. They enjoyed them as well. But yeah, third one. They have, a, I think it, there's a dog alien at one point, and I think originally it was supposed to be a goat. Uh, yeah, it's a oh, it's an interesting wow. bag of aliens, <laughs> but first two, amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, those those first two are you really good choices. Them. They're like everywhere, Tomas. So you should check them out. Yeah, I really, I know that a lot of people they, have watched. They hold them. true too. Well, I don't know if this is actually an alien. I saw AVP. That's technically so, an alien, but that's alien like right Canada. after they went just off oh. the wall. Yeah, haywire. <laughs> so that's the only and, and one I've seen. So, like, that, so that's bad, like, it's good, I guess. It's like in a weird sense. And to be honest, it's the only Predator movie. Oh I've my seen god! Here. What is wrong with oh. you? Who hurt you? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I did see the the. I won't say the second Predator. I did see that one. Yeah, Danny Glover. Yeah, that's with uh, Danny Glover. Yes, the one with Danny Glover, yes. Well, you saw it on oh, Channel yeah. 5 when we were kids. Yeah. That's how you yeah, saw it. Yeah, that's probably exactly it. how I saw it. Every weekend, you saw the edited version. <laughs> yeah, that's I, how I first saw it. True. I never really saw Aliens. I never really saw Predators. I don't know why. I was just never really... a. I never, I guess, was huge on sci-fi. I mean, I like Star Wars, but that's about where my sci-fi. Yeah, goes. I guess it is a different. So. Yeah, I love sci-fi. It is a horror sci-fi. Like it's almost, it's hard to split the two genres, with especially with Alien. Like that one's definitely got a lot of horror, scary elements. Predator. I mean, yeah, you got to watch those ones, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Arnold, like it's Arnold yeah. and Prime. Oh, yeah, that was. Prime Arnold. That's like one of his best movies. That's. I mean, I loved Arnold in Terminator. So I mean, yeah, well, then you, you need, need to watch, to watch Predator. Predator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Kyle? Yeah, I'm sure you got an answer. Yeah. Well, okay. I was thinking about this, and I didn't want like there's quite a few, and I used to watch a lot more when I was younger because I was really into it. And there's a, I didn't want to name anything gross, and then have like you guys or anybody. You know, send me <laughs> weird pictures and scare <laughs> scare me again. But the one that popped into my head when I asked the question was one that that really got to me. And it's not over the top gory, but it was the Grudge. Oh and it was the God. American version. Oh, 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 oh. Really? No, you want to know something funny? I, I'm not. I'm not saying about that. I just can't believe you liked it. So I mean, I guess I get it because it's super scary. But that. Yeah. Okay, no, hold on. I'm about to make Kyle feel so much better about his fear of this. Okay, <laughs> so, so I I went to that movie with none other than Alan here in the chat, and we enjoyed it. I, at least I enjoyed it. I'm not a huge scary movie fan, but it was all right. So Alan stayed the night at my house, and the next morning I, I wake up, and I come out, and Alan had every single room, every single light. <laughs> Every single light in the living room on. And I was like, what? Did you fall asleep with the lights on? He's like, yeah. And I don't know if it ever got discussed further than that, but I knew. 
I knew. <laughs> yeah, that you movie got real now. bad. Uh, <laughs> I went to that movie. I didn't even notice Me it. Too. I went and saw it. Like I didn't think it was a big deal. I was like, whatever. It's not that scary. What? A, you know. And then when I got home, or not home, to your house, I was sleeping on your. I think I slept on your couch, or your guest room. So I don't remember. Uh, yeah, but, you slept on the couch. Yeah, yeah, I I could not sleep, and it was just like I had to put something on. I had to have the lights on. I was like, I don't know what happened, but that movie subconsciously just destroyed me. <laughs> Dude, I I did the same exact thing. I saw it. I think with whoever I was dating at the time, because you know I dropped them off, and then I was living in that you know that oh, back yeah. house that I used to <laughs> live in, and and it was just me. It was just it was like when I first moved in. And I thought, I was like, oh, you know, that's a fun movie. And then when I got home, I was like, oh, I, it's, it's going to be an all-nighter. All it's going to be all night. And I had the TV on, like, all night, and I slept in the living room. The same, <laughs> I did the same thing. And so that one, <laughs> it's not so much that I love it. Like, this, the story, the story was, I thought it was good. The acting was okay. It was just, the scares got me. And it has stuck with me. And it's kind of stopped me from watching scary movies ever since. I will be fair here. I will not expose alan's fear and not expose my own so i will say though kyle if you want a scary movie that scared me i saw dead silence over at a friend's house one night is that the and puppet one yeah the one with the the ventriloquist dolls oh yeah and i saw that and i granted i lived directly across the street from my friend's house. You could see my house from out his window. And we get done from watching the movie. I open the door to step outside in the dark. He closes the door. I get halfway across the street and I notice how quiet it is. <laughs> and I ran home. I ran home. <laughs> like, yeah, because you, that it. one, you couldn't be, you couldn't be quiet, couldn't, right? Yeah, or something. There, it, as soon as there was no noise, it was done. You were done. <laughs> it's, so, it's such a stupid concept, but yeah, they'll get you. Yeah. They'll get you. Thank you guys for sharing your favorite scary movies and, and admitting your <laughs> deepest, darkest fears. If I ever get a ventriloquist at all, I'm just going to break it up and leave it in the garbage. I swear, I'm not even going to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> An odd scenario to ever happen, but this podcast there's it's not a busy news week so we're going straight into popular culture right now and there's a couple things we want to talk about the first one is uh, about a movie that's re-releasing into theaters and it's called aletta battle angel and it's to me uh it's an odd re-release choice but what's even weirder is that the the advertisement that they have for it and it's a crossover with none other than baby yoda from the mandalorian <laughs> uh which is uh, not his real name i think it's the i don't child. care i don't care what yeah. his real name is it's baby yoda yeah. me man it is and that's yeah <laughs> you're absolutely right i totally you agree can't tell me on I a different calling. name <laughs> yeah i agree there's that's it, going to be baby yoda forever unless they Give him some cool name. Yeah, unless they give him a name that is absolutely. I'm surprised they haven't given him a name at this point. I, I think it adds to his mystique. That's why yeah, they done it. Yes, that's true. And if they give him a name, the people don't feel as comfortable calling him a baby Yoda. And I think that sells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it worked out. Yeah, it worked out really well for them to just leave it at that. 
But the re-release of this Battle Angel movie, or sorry, Aletta Battle Angel, is odd because it's going to be re- released in theaters. And I don't know about you guys, but theaters around me are still shut down. I think they shut yeah. down again right now. I mean, Third we're also in California, so I think, it would right. be a little, I think our state is a bit more strict than some of the others. Uh, but still, yeah. yeah, around us, they ain't much open. Yeah. And okay, so that aside, then, of all the movies to be re released, I don't think any of us have seen this. I want to see this movie, but is it on I haven't DVD? Gotten around is it, it on streaming? I, I thought it was already out, like on DVD, right? It's been out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's come out once. I didn't really bother to see it because personally, I even really like quite a few of the actors in the film. But personally, the, the I don't know why they chose to do it this way, but the way they designed the eyes <laughs> with the head and the body, I really don't like it. I think it's it. based I don't. off of manga, right? Manga or anime, something like that. That's what I assumed it was. It's like a creepy, the and they get, they get away with it because she's supposed to be a robot, right? Cyborg or something? Yeah, some kind of android. It's one of those movies that you see the the trailer and you're like, that looks awesome. And then you read a couple reviews, it's not so great, and you're like, well, maybe I'll just wait till they yeah. put it on Netflix or they you can rent it for a dollar on Amazon like they did with Sonic, which it's in. I'm going to watch that movie because I rented it for a dollar. But I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, you have to let me know. Yeah, it's just, but I have I have 30, 30 days to watch it, so I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. Well, once you start it, once you start the rental, you get you get the yeah, then you get two days. But you have thirty days to start it. You have to let me know because so. I want to see that. But anyways, so Alan, in response to your question, yes, it's a Japanese magna m- manga, manga or manga, Sorry, manga. not magna. Manga. I like magna though. Uh, Japanese manga from uh, Yukito Kishiro from the 1990s. Oh, it's a 90s one. Yeah. Yeah, I think the mix, though, of live action with the big eyeball anime eyes, it, it it's not as super appealing. The overall trailer looks great, but the, it just it looks odd, and it doesn't look natural you know but then again i'm someone that loves roger rabbit oh god and that's you know that's just straight up cartoon but that works so it just it seemed to work yeah well it's like i said earlier i've said this in i'm sure a previous podcast that i am personally not someone who's a fan of huge abstract art i like my art to be very realistic and it's also the way i like my graphics and so when i look at alita I see everything that looks so real looks so believable, and then I get to the eyes, and it's like, whoa! <laughs> throws me right out. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. You're right, though. It, it did. It did the same thing to me. Maybe not as much, but I, I get what you're saying. You are gonna have to tell me how good it is. I'll see if I can just rent that one too, because I'm yeah. I can't go to the theater. But the <laughs> odd thing is, what is uh, the why do they pair up Baby Yoda for the advertisement? Is it just because they're coming out? the same time yeah that's what i've understood is director robert rodriguez is when he shared the artwork uh but it's just a combination drawing comparison between the two sci-fi characters oh uh but they just share the same date i guess this one's coming back to theaters and uh on the on the 30th as well yeah. and as as we know and all are excited for mandalorian is, is coming out on the 30th 
two three yeah. days. Oh man, I'm I'm pumped for that. I yeah. too. I yeah, I can't wait. I that's a show I actually watch on release day. I don't do that often. I usually like I watch Stranger Things all three seasons in a row after they were all released, but this one I watch the day of release. Yeah, I some uh, somebody actually posted this in our uh, Discord channel. Um, and I clicked on it to go look at it, and there was an ad thing there, and it actually popped up the Mandalorian ad. Well, I seen that. I actually watched the whole trailer again. I was like, I just got re excited for it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I'm, 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 I'm just pumped. I'm just hoping there's a little more bounty hunting, but I feel like this is going to be the child that's just going to take over this this season. It's, I don't know. If, I, I kind of hope they solve that. No. I don't know about you guys, but I kind of hope they solve the child stuff. Child stuff's great. But I kind of hope they solve it in this season, and we maybe get to in the third season more, uh, more bounty hunter mischief. Oh boy, no! I guarantee you, he is now the child's guardian and savior till he takes the child to the Jedi's. Guarantee. <laughs> uh, well, that's fine, but can we take the child to the Jedi's in this season? Just maybe? get him in yeah. the Jedi. Drop him off. <laughs> <laughs> just drive by and throw him out the window. He'll survive. Just yeah. <laughs> I I agree. I think like the first half of the season can be that and then the second half should be building up to what that, you know, what that third season something could else. potentially maybe be. Some, yeah, maybe something cool with Ma- the Mandalore myth. Like we haven't really done that much of that and I mean they did they 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 played with it a little bit in season 1. But I really would love to get into like Mandalore and all the all the crazy uh, Mandalorian mythos that Star Wars has had. It's been erased and recreated and all sorts of craziness. Well, I will say that they have brought up the fact that they have the dark saber in it. Yes. So I'm very sure that since the dark saber has such an intricate connection oh, to Mandalore God. and its culture, yeah. I'm very sure they're gonna they're gonna start leading that way. Oh man, I remember watching with my son, and I was just screaming at the TV because I was like, "Oh my God, he's got the dark saber! Oh, what's next? Ah, where's Sabine?" Uh, yeah, for those who don't know, in Rebels, that was the last time we saw the dark saber. Uh, Sabine had it, so I was like, "Who was a who was a Mandalorian in that show?" And it was just really cool that I was like, well, "What happened to her? Is she dead? Is she somewhere else? I don't know." Yeah, I got really yeah. excited. Sorry. It is really exciting to hear, to just think about the potential stuff. And so next time we get together, we'll have an update. Uh, we might have to do like a spoiler thing, maybe talk about it at the end, but you know we're going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great, man. The other piece of popular culture that we have this week is that Marvel has a new series, uh, Moon Knight which is a really interesting choice. I'm very excited about on Disney plus got their director, Mohammed Diab. And he uh, was also one of the minds, I guess, behind Netflix's umbrella Academy, which I haven't, I have not gone through that one. Uh, no, he's working with Jeremy Slater, who was the mind behind uh, minds behind umbrella Academy. Oh yeah. Diab is separate. It's okay. I was just correcting you. <laughs> but yeah yeah uh unfortunately i don't feel like i know much about diab i don't know about you guys but i i don't feel like i've seen anything from him so this is i think this will be interesting to, for me to see at least how he's going to take 
this character because I personally enjoy Moon Knight quite a bit. Yeah, I like Moon Knight as a character. He's not. We've talked about this before too. I think with Batman and just like mainstream characters, Moon Knight's definitely not someone you think he's part of the Avengers at some point, but he's definitely mm-hmm. not. You know, probably in the top fifteen. He wasn't in the movies, but. It's cool to see series like this coming back. I know Netflix had a stint with Marvel that made some pretty good series. I haven't even gone through them all, but it, uh, it's it's really great to. I'm just excited that Moon Knight and Marvel is still doing stuff. Well, yeah, you said that about uh, Moon Knight and you know being part of the Avengers. Well, actually, according to this, he was part, and this is the Wikipedia Wikipedia page. Says he was part of Avengers, Secret Avengers, West Coast Avengers, Defenders, Marvel Knights, Heroes for Hire. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, he's really been in quite a few teams. Yeah, in in Marvel, if you re- if you get into the comics, they, they all kind of move around. Uh, but yeah, Moon Knight sounds interesting. I I do like. I watched a bit of Daredevil. I watched. Uh, I loved Jessica Jones, uh, and Luke Cage. All those ones. I didn't finish some of them, but. They're really cool and they have really dark grittiness to them. Uh, Moon Knight could easily follow Slate, and if they have the, uh, if they have Jeremy Slater on board, um, the darkness from the Umbrella Academy, which is I don't know if you guys have watched it. It's it's decent. It's not I, like yeah, I enjoyed it. My niece loves it, uh, but personally, cool. I think it's it's okay. It's 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 a good show, but it's nothing crazy good. I found it super entertaining for mainly the soundtrack the music that they mm. picked to go along with certain events i felt was just perfect the story itself is all right and it has its moments but the music was i felt just great <laughs> i feel i feel like they kind of did a little too much too many montages in the second season but i i digress from that a little bit unless you had something else to say on that uh on that note kyle nope i think that's good <laughs> Okay, well, anyways. Moving on. Oh, fine, all right. <laughs> oh, no, you could finish what you were saying. <laughs> oh, I thought I was you were done. Say, uh, no, I was just uh, saying that I really, I really, I'm interested in that. And also, uh, if, if the rumor is true and Oscar Isaac is going to play Moon Knight, uh, that'd be pretty cool. I don't know, I'm excited. Who was Poe? Yeah, Poe Dameron and Star Poe, yeah, in Star Wars, who was fantastic and like really carried his own in those movies. And uh, a little little unknown p- picture that he did, uh, who's also Apocalypse, and uh, <laughs> that's a movie. Apocalypse. <laughs> that's right. I forgot, I forgot about that. that. Yeah, I thought I when I looked it up. I was like, oh crap, really? I forgot he was there. <laughs> but I'm just curious, like how how much do you, because it is true that Kyle was right about him being Moon Knight being kind of a lesser known comic book character. Honestly. He is the closest representation to the Batman that Marvel has created. A multi-millionaire entrepreneur. He has a bunch of little gadgets. He, uh, although he has no aversion to killing. And the old Moon Knight had superpowers, although I don't think the new one does. But, yeah. uh... so I'm, I mean, he is literally the Batman of the Marvel Universe, and it's just... It's funny to me that no one really knows about Moon Knight, but everyone knows about Batman. <laughs> yeah, well, Anyways. Batman is way cooler. Yeah. 
agreed. <laughs> All right. Because he doesn't kill? <laughs> That's exactly why. Moving on to video games. We got a few things to talk about in video games this podcast. And the first one is that we, we talked about this last podcast. So, it's, I mean, this is perfect that it came up. I mean, it's not perfect that it's happening, but it's interesting, I should say, that it that it we talked about it and now it's going to happen. So Cyberpunk 2077 was delayed 21 days to be officially released December 10th after several other delays prior to this. I, I don't multiple delays. Yeah. And it's just like another kick in the pants after this and What's even worse is that it, they they put on the crunch on the team. They're forcing, not forcing, but they're doing overtime work for their employees after they said they won it, and they delayed it anyways. So it's like, man, what a waste of crunching time. And But, but going to the crunch, uh, my biggest thing was like, is this going to continue until the 10th? That's all I'm curious about. Is like, Does that mean the crunch period extends as well? Uh, I would assume it would. Uh, or this was to divert from the crunch, but there, I don't think there were a whole lot of details on that. No, it was just a, it was a press note they posted on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, and it, at this point, it's just like I think I'm I'm just going to wait. You know, I'm not getting. It's coming out on the current gen consoles, but I was excited for it. It was supposed to come out months ago, and now it's coming out right before christmas it's like well okay i'll get it when i get it at this point it's not something i was really gunning for and i you guys know i don't get games at launch like hardly ever the last one i did was dragon ball kakarot because it was yeah. dragon ball if you slap dragon ball on it i'll buy it i'll buy it tomorrow and i'll tv and put dragon ball on it for you <laughs> how much <laughs> well the thing is is that I really want to root for CD Projekt Red, the the makers of this, because I really enjoyed Witcher. I know they weren't a huge company, and I don't know. I don't feel like they've done anything underhanded so far. I don't know how the crunch went, and I don't know if it's being pushed. But I really want to keep my hopes up, and I still probably will try to buy it at launch, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, th- I. That's a really good point. I, 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 the underhanded thing would be going back on their word about the crunch, but like you said, we don't know what happened or if it if it happened if this is instead of the crunch. However, there's. It's just to me, you're running a business, and you know if you were if with anything else, like if you're to push stuff back. If with any other business, like, well, okay, I'm just, I'm getting tired of waiting, okay? And yeah. uh, it's, I'm not that excited for the game. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's, it's gone gold, so I think everybody got excited about that fact, and apparently that means less than what people, you know, thought it did. Right, what does it mean, exactly? It's, it, it's supposed to mean that the game is ready to go. It can be beaten from start to finish. It's a complete game. Uh, most games, like, even with they've got gold, they usually need updates and stuff some periodically. But I don't know if a game there probably is one I'm sure, but I don't know if a game that's gone gold and then had like the serious delays afterwards. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not such a big title like this. Yeah. but it's pro- it's probably happened. 
that would be something to look into. However, it would be cool if when it launched, it was like really well done and really well polished to where any updates were like minor to to none. So yeah, you know that would be could be something they're trying to gun for. And if that was their selling point, then yeah, I could definitely see the weight. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we will find out when it comes out uh, another month from now. However, <laughs> we won't have to wait too long for the new PlayStation Plus games. So, there, there's a couple coming out for PS4. However, Alan, why don't you tell us what oh, else is coming uh, out? It, it, what's really cool is we got, well... Got some cool games for PS4. We got Middle Earth, Shadow of War. We got Hollow Knight, great indie game. If you haven't played it, I recommend it. That one looks fantastic. I'm excited for Hollow Knight. But the the great thing is Bug Snacks is coming out. The PS5 version, not the PS4 version. The PS5 version will be on it. That means if you have the app on your phone, and you don't have a PS5 like myself, you should be able to pick it up for whenever you decide to go get a PS5. Uh, also. Probably the biggest bonus for those who buy PS5s at launch is you now have a free game that you get to just download and you can play. And it's basically like getting, it's almost like getting Mario uh, when you bought a Nintendo back in the day. Uh, you get a cool well, game to come with you. Eh, kind of. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's not physical. That's true. It is a digital game. It's not the physical part of it, but we don't know if this game's good or not. We don't know if it's good. <laughs> it's not Mario in equality stands, most likely, but it looks interesting. I don't know. I, I really like Pikmin. It gives me some Pikmin vibes, but I don't know what exactly is going on yet. God, I hated Pikmin. You wow. Hated I Pikmin? Just, yeah, I couldn't I stand that. I've been losing respect for you slowly, and this is a big one. Every big <laughs> chunk. I never seen Predator. Pikmin. Yeah. Every podcast, you will slowly lose respect for me until about Apparently. the end of this year, where you just I, will I, not talk to me anymore. <laughs> I love Pikmin. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite franchises. I think it's an amazing game. This podcast will be the end of your friendship. So <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Way to suggest this. Way to but go. Either way, <laughs> it's still a cool. It's a, still a cool gift quote-unquote gift because you have to have ps plus to get these so it's not really free so in that sense yes it's not like nintendo giving giving a uh, mario but if you have ps plus already like myself and get it on discounts like myself you have a free game if you got ps5 so good on you you're set up with bug snacks yeah i thought we're not keeping score i wish we kind of were that would have been fun but that's a point for playstation in this upcoming next gen you know, console race, whatever you want to call it. I don't think it's much of a race anymore because they're kind of, we're all combining, but it's a real, it's a big point for Sony to be like, here, you know, buy, if you got a PS5, you don't even need to buy a game for it. You can play this one as long as you download it. So yeah, really cool, really cool thing. And I, you know, pro tip there, I didn't realize you could just snag that game on the app even though you don't have a PS5, and then whenever you get one, which I'll probably get in about three years, then I can download it. (laughs) Have a nice library, but that's my goal right now, is I'm going to save up, have a nice library, and buy one. I got all sorts of games to play. Smart. So let's talk about the current-gen console race and who is on top. Tomas, if I were to ask you, like, honestly, you already know the answer to this, but if you were to guess who was winning right now in... Uh, consoles sold in the in the current gen with the which is Xbox One 
PS4 and, and Switch, which one would you guess is winning? Honestly, I would guess PS4. That would be my guess. Not solely because I have it, but because it is the system that the majority of people that I know own. Right. So. I probably would have said the same thing. However, the Nintendo Switch has been the top-selling console for 22 consecutive months. And that is a record broken, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. The last uh, one that held the record, and it was for 21 months, it was uh, Xbox 360, which I know we all had Xbox 360s. And lo and behold, we all have Switches in some you know, sort. Uh, which is, you know, it's kind of astonishing. It ba- basically, this started in December 2018, uh, where Switch became the top-selling console uh, since then, along with uh, a little game that we talked about a couple of days last last uh, last podcast. We talked about Super Smash Brothers, and we went, "Oh, when did it come out?" Well, it came out uh, around December 2018 when the speed up and the Switch sales started. Which now we're at this point where it's 22 months. Uh, it's been top dog in sales, um, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I just want to point out that, like, so in the 1800s, Stick on a Cup was the lead game also because it was <laughs> oh the gosh. only game out there. So when you're the only system that's really putting out the the stuff right now, yeah, you're going to be the lead sale, but just wait until... PlayStation and Xbox get themselves on the shelves, and and I'm sorry, Nintendo's going to have to take take a bow. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, sure they'll yeah. be happy with their 22 months. Yeah, yeah. I and if you look at well, exactly what Alan was talking about, the switches themselves were selling for too much money during that like initial lockdown with the pandemic. Like used used consoles were selling, and for double the price at times because people just wanted something to play, and those were, uh, you know, you don't have to connect it to the TV, so you could just play in your house with everyone else. And however, I do have to clarify, I it is not it is not the top selling console of this, but it has it has been the top selling console for the past twenty two months. Yes, I, I believe P, the PS4 overall has yeah, sold more. Uh, What's it? PS4 has also been out long. We're not comparing the overall units. We're just saying for this year, right? Yeah, it's units yeah. for the 22 months specifically, not yeah. overall time, not over time. I mean, that's not even a year. You haven't worn the crown for your year yet. I mean, 22 oh, months is yeah, not a year. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, almost two. That's right. <laughs> right. I'll just edit that 20... out. <laughs> <laughs> You better leave that in. <laughs> but anyways, what's 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 cool about this and why I left this in here was the theory that will this keep up? So as we know, pre-orders have been selling like hotcakes for both PS5 and Xbox, but they're sold out. So those numbers are static. Like they, they've already sold all they can sell besides what goes on the shelf. Is the Switch going to continue this up when we have Black Friday coming up and everything else where Switch can start pumping out good deals? Imagine if they, if Nintendo got smart, released a bundle with uh, Super Mario All-Stars, another top-selling game right now. Just a Mario system with Super Mario All-Stars? That would sell really hot during the Christmas season. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, I th- I think 
we're I don't think we're going to see it go up unless they do something like that because as soon as the pre-orders went up, I switches were available everywhere. Even the Animal Crossing ones they re-released, which is probably sold out by now, I my guess. But for a couple weeks, it was like, oh, I could walk into Target and see them or GameStop, and I saw them, and that that was not the case for a while. So yeah. I think we'll see a little boost. I think it will be dethroned pretty soon, even with the pre-orders. Yeah, what I was what I was going for was yes, they, it probably won't increase in sales, but but unless uh, Microsoft and Sony can produce enough units, will the Switch remain on top because That's, of that you know, fact? Okay. That's what I was okay. getting at. Sorry. I, okay. No, I now I make yeah I get what you're saying now. Uh, I think I think it will. I think Switch will remain on top because they are not able to produce the other consoles, the PS4 or the PS5 and the Xbox. But won't they? They can't. I think I've already seen. What was it? Um, one of the sites, maybe Newegg or something. I don't don't quote me, but one of the sites is saying you have to confirm your pre-order. Which means that basically, oh, I think we sold too many pre-orders. We're we're going to confirm and hopefully no. get rid of some of these pre-orders. So I don't think they can produce, and I think the, the, in that case, Switch will probably remain on top for a while. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was going with it. Is that I'm I'm actually kind of curious if when the new consoles come out next month, if for some reason the Switch still gets a 23rd month. That'd be pretty interesting with new consoles coming out that the last-gen console would actually beat them in sales. But that's just a, a theory, and it'll be a fun thought if it happens. It's because I just keep buying them and reselling them. Just to people, numbers. Lots of people dip, yeah. Like you just said, for a while, they're sell, reselling a Switch was hot. You could make money, real good money. Yeah. No, I, I haven't done that. I was kidding. <laughs> well, at the risk of putting my foot in my mouth again, I am going to try talking. I do want to give the Switch credit because, I mean, it is, in the end, it is impressive to be top of the charts for even one month. So to have 22 months is great. Well said. And I think it would be interesting to see if they get, you know, a 23rd or even even 24th month. It's going to be interesting to see how they're going to compete when when december rolls around so it is exciting to you know to see what if they're going to do anything and there's all sorts of rumors so we will we will find out when it gets closer to christmas moving on now we're going to go into our tabletop games so you guys take this one away because i i was telling you guys before like i feel a little bad for our tabletop games section we've cut it the time in half for it where there's just not we're not playing physically like the hero clicks game that we love together. And it's almost impossible to play. That's not impossible to play online. It's just a lot of setup. I know Alan and I played Yeah. It's the whole thing to play online. And it's, I mean, the whole point you play hero clicks is that you get the physical figures for it. Yeah. You have the click. Yeah. You get, you get the figures and you you click them and it's great. However, there are some updates to D and D. So I'm going to hand it over to you guys. Well, I'm going to go ahead and take the lead on this because, first off, these are two classes that I personally enjoy. I've, I've played a monk in a few one-shots, and I really enjoyed it. 
And I played a ranger in a game that lasted for almost a year, I believe. And I really enjoyed the ranger as law. I, I know ranger gets a lot of kind of gets a lot of crap, but <laughs> I really loved the one that I played. But anyways, there are two new subclasses apparently for the UA. One is a monk called the way of the ascendant dragon. And the other is for the ranger known as the Drake Warden. The the monk one sounds really cool. Uh, it sounds a little overpowered to me in terms of being able to change one of your unarmed strikes into a breath attack. Um, you can create a 20-foot cone or a 30-foot line, 5 feet. I mean, the fact that you can do that once as a bonus action... And then you can do it again as long as you expend four key points. And then you can do it again. as So as long as you have four key points to expend after the first use, you can keep using it without needing to rest at all. Uh, to keep using it for free, you need to finish a long rest, which I think is pretty powerful. And especially all the little tweaks that you can do with your breath, like you can make it stick to people and do damage after afterwards and stuff like that. But the one really cool thing that I found was in the Ranger class, Drake Warden, you get a Drake Companion. It's like a dragon theme. That's what's going on here. We got like Dragon Breath and that. Yeah. Like we got a, 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 a Dragon Companion. But that's pretty cool. A dragon Pet. So that's a, that sounds like cool classes. Like, uh, uh, that's one of the things in Final Fantasy Eleven. I know I'm going off topic. Uh, there was like the Dragoon had like this Dragon Pet. And I played 14 for a while, and that was one thing that kind of sucks, is the dragon doesn't have a dragon pet. And so this is kind of cool that there's like a class that's like a little dragon pet. And now they have like the dragon uh, familiar that you can get with a warlock. But I'm assuming mm-hmm. this dragon can like attack and stuff. It's more like a, like a companion like they get already. Yeah, um, according to this, it has a bite. Um... It doesn't apparently have a breath, but it is a drake, so it's not a full-on dragon. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, it can't fly you, but it does have quite a nice health pool. You can boost it up with your own proficiencies in armor. Like, you can boost its armor with your own proficiencies. You can do that with uh, with, with normal beasts with ranger anyways. That's, that's just an addition. That's cool. Uh, Except for you have... Damage mutants with the Drake. The Drake can That's have damage cool. immunities. Well, you can have damage immunities depending on what uh, animal you get too. Yeah, some, some animals have that kind of those features, but that's still cool. I mean, we gotta we gotta throw out that UA is is essentially beta, anyways. This is our official mm-hmm. content yet, but at least I mean that's cool that they're thinking about stuff like this. So we'll see how far it goes. Uh, actually, correction. The Drake at level 11 will gain a breath attack. So that's actually pretty cool. Okay, that sounds really cool. Yeah, definitely. I really hope this UA takes in because I really think it would be great for a ranger with a Drake companion. I feel like rangers get a lot of crap. I was telling our friend is that is the new UAs, they seem more and more likely to uh, to stick than they used to. And they seem to be making things that are a bit more reasonable. Uh, they do come out usually either over or underpowered, but they polish them up and they throw them in. So I think the likelihood is we're going to see these. Good, because I, I would love to play this for my next ranger when I do one. That would be awesome. I want a pet dragon. <laughs> in real life, right? <laughs> so do yeah, I. Class. 
yeah, yeah, kind of like it's you know it sounds good in theory, and then I, I don't know. I guess I'd have to watch those How to Train Your Dragon movies, figure it all out. Does anyone remember Dragonheart back in the day? Yeah, oh my God. it's not. No. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I watched it recently. I watched I it. Recently. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I recently. remember getting excited for that movie. I was like, "Ooh, a dragon movie! That's gonna be cool!" Yeah, I yeah. loved it when I was a little kid. It hasn't aged well, though. It sounds no, it has not because you know when it came out, the CGI was great. It's yeah. not even close to good anymore, and it's just like the whole story was like terrible. It was cool <laughs> that Sean Connery was the voice, like that was cool, and then I think was it uh, Dennis Quaid? Yes, was yes, the main yeah. guy, but it. It's also he's he's like this American accent guy thrown into the <laughs> middle of of England with everyone else has an accent. It's like what? Yeah, but it's a dragon. <laughs> it's not cool anymore. <laughs> uh, I watched it over the summer. I was like, woof. This is not fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm not enjoying that movie. But anyways, <laughs> so. We're going to do things differently for this episode because it's just, that's what we're going to do. So instead of our indie of the month, we had a Nintendo Direct that came out, which is essentially their new way of advertising games that are coming out. It's like a online conference, if you will, for these companies and Nintendo does Nintendo Directs. And it was a partner showcase, which means no first party games really to announce. But a lot of cool games coming out for the Switch. And I know Alan's really excited about a lot of these. So go for it. I'm pretty excited about a bunch of these. I'm just going to go over some highlights real quick. So if you want to know about them, go on YouTube and search the Direct. You can watch trailers for all of them. It's really cool. But my highlights, personally, is Bravely Default 2. I was really excited for that. I'm not 100% sure if I like the art as much. But I love the first game. Mm. So seeing that second game is just i i was like about to pre-order that game i, I held back because i want to see if there's a collector's edition because for those who don't know and collector kyle over here might might know this mm-hmm. uh, but really before one on 3ds is actually a gem it's a game it's hard to find yeah, um, i think i usually it see is. it around 70 bucks it's yeah and i owned it i, I sold the dang thing for like 30 bucks <laughs> i was like oh yeah i gotta get a new game now and then I ended up buying it again digitally and beat it t- the second time. But yeah, mm. it's a great game. Yeah, the first one, the, the barely the second, eh, whatever. But anyways, barely twelve two, great game. Uh, a highlight, No More Heroes three, really cool. I haven't played the first two, and I was like, you know what, this looks really cool. I really wish I would have had a chance to play the first two. Right afterwards, they announced they got ports of one and two coming to the Switch available now because this will be out like a couple days after, anyways. Yeah, they're available right. now. They're they're on sale for like two dollars cheaper it's i mean i thought about picking one up today i haven't done it yet but i might end up doing it because i've i've always been interested in that series i don't know about you guys have you guys heard of no more heroes it's got that light assassin i've heard of it but i've never played it yeah so yeah 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 i i have done the same thing and he basically has like a lightsaber but it's not a lightsaber for copyright purposes and it's kind of more it's it's a a light katana i think is what they call like a a, a saber yeah something weird this would be a good time to start try them yes the tactical base no, it's, 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 it's a it's a combat it's a action or an action game it's not i don't even think it's rpg at all 
it's an open world action game. Uh, it's got some nods. It's like a, from what I've understood, it's like a parody of games at the, around that time. Uh, and it's got a huge cult following. Obviously, that third one coming out is Switch exclusive. Uh, we also got uh, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. I know Kyle's looking forward to that one. My son's looking forward to that one. Oh, I got yeah. reserved for him. Uh, there's a demo out for that one, too, right now. So if you really want to give that one a shot, if you're into Musou games and you like Zelda, why not? What do you have to lose? Your save transfer's over if you buy the game. So you get, like, the first chapter. Pretty cool. Um, and we also got Control Ultimate and Hitman 3. Both cool. What's cool about them is they're these they're gonna be cloud streaming, which they did this in Japan with Fantasy Star and uh and uh, Resident Evil 7. Um these two, and now I'm hearing that there might be Resident Evil 3 on this cloud streaming service. I don't know if you guys have heard about that or used it at all. I don't think it's been really out. Basically, you get these higher graphics games, switch can't handle it. Well, you can stream it essentially, so you can play these better games through your internet um, to get the better graphics on your weaker system. I don't know; I don't got the internet for it. But you guys might be interested in something like that. So that, yeah, that was probably we probably have the same question: was that you can now play those games on the Switch, but it'll be utilizing the str- the cloud stream. Yes, right? so you won't technically have the game. You're just it's kind of like Stadia or the Amazon one, uh, I can't remember what it's called right off the top of my head. Uh, but it's like those two the streaming game platforms. It's kind of like that. Except for you pay for the game uh, and you get to you get you basically pay for the access to stream it on your switch. That makes yeah. sense. Well, and hey, what a clever way to solve the lower power level. Well, here's my question, though, is um, how is it improving the graphics? Doesn't the Switch have a set graphic limit? Like, how is this working? So they're, basi- you're, they're basically, you're, you're playing the game that they're streaming. If you've done the Stadia or seen the Stadia, uh, you stream it to your phone. Xbox uh, Game Pass does it, where you can actually have the app on your phone, and your phone can't play these games, but you're streaming it through their service. So they're running the game okay. for you and you're just playing it off of their system, essentially. That's pretty crazy. That's awesome. It's Yeah, it's crazy. You have to have really good internet for it. I can't stress that enough because I've heard some weird horror stories about it because people tried Resident Evil 7 uh, from over here from their Japanese accounts and they were having some pretty big issues because the servers were in Japan. Mm, that, <laughs> yeah, that could be a problem. Uh, would you be able to play in portable mode then? Yeah, theoretically, you could play in portable, or you know, as long as you have a, as long as you have a, a stable internet connection, that's what you'd need. So yeah, well, it sucks to be you then. Because yeah, for me, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> we don't, yeah, we don't get to live in the future up here, but uh, <laughs> with that stuff. I mean, I have no desire to play Hitman. I never got into it, but I have control already. So until something catches my eye, I'm not really going to try those. I did try Hitman on. I believe the. Xbox 360. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't really blown away by it. I was kind of like, eh, I'm gonna take it or leave it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if the games are any good. I haven't really played either of them. Uh, I was just more excited about that. We're actually getting cloud streaming games on the Switch in the United States, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that is really cool. Yeah, that is, it is a cool addition. Uh, Four, we're the. We're going to move on. That's what I've been trying to say. 
So for our last topic today, we're going to, instead of doing soapboxes, we're going to talk about one thing, one thing in particular, and that's Lord of the Rings. And I'm very surprised the Lord of the Rings is even in the news, considering that it was killed by the Hobbit series. No, not killed. It was just done to death. There's so many movies, like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was, any, I'm getting off topic. There's new Lord of the Rings content. And sorry, parents, you won't be able to bring your kids to this one because there's rumors afoot that there will be nudity and sex scenes involved in this. And I don't know how you feel about this, guys, but I, it's, it's, a weird, it's a weird subject. It's a weird area to be going into. Yeah. And, so yeah. The article itself is shady, and it doesn't really specifically say there's going to be any of this stuff or has any facts for it. Uh, but the, the whole thing we're talking about is apparently um, the OneRing.net uh, posted an article that states that uh, Amazon Studios has hired hired Jennifer Ward Leoland. Uh, she's well known a well known New Zealand intim- intimacy coordinator. So she works on uh, movies and shows uh, about intimacy things. So people are jumping to the conclusion that there's some possible sexual or intimate things like that because of that, because she's been involved in that stuff before. I didn't even know that that was a job title that you could <laughs> <Neither> get. <did> I. <laughs> I had no idea either until now, but I was like, "Oh, okay. and apparently this was this only became a title as of 2016, if I remember correctly." Yeah, yeah, I've never so even heard a, of it. It's a recent title. Oh, it's a new it's a new job that yeah. someone created. Yes, very good. But anyway, Missy so, coordinators, yeah. We're worried about potential sex, sexual content in Lord of the Rings uh, themed or shows that are technically spinoffs. I know you're the Lord of the Rings buff, Tomas. Uh, and I love Lord of the Rings. Don't get me right. wrong. And when you when this brought up, it kind of boiled my blood a little bit because I love Lord of the Rings, but it kind of like a Star Wars for me where there's no real gore. There's not a lot of gore. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, there's not a lot of sex and stuff. It's a, it's a family, you know, family event. Yeah. So this is interesting. To me, it has a bit to do with uh, respecting the artists that created the material as well. Because I I am not opposed to sexuality being in a movie or in a story or, or part of a, a greater picture in terms of, of a painting or something. Uh, but... I do have trouble when an artist has created a full fantasy world of full cultures of full languages, uh, you know, and very, very clearly did not broach certain subjects. And you can say, well, it's because he's not comfortable with them. He needs to, you know, this is the new age and blah, blah, blah. But it, but sex is not mandatory to create a new story. You don't need sex to make a good story. Uh, Star Wars, I think, has proven that very well. Uh, how many sex scenes are in Star Wars? Can someone remind me? Well, um, there's that big one with the Ewok. I mean, uh, no, there's a no, oh, no sexual <laughs> scene. That's in the, yeah. Star Wars films. 
that's in the director's cut version the the, the ewok endor but no even though there's a lot it's debatable if the how many star wars movies are actually good but yes they they never seem to broach that topic they hint over it and that's kind of thing that's the closest i usually go with it as well as i'm whenever i watch a a, a form of media i don't mind if there's uh, sexual implications or even if they they start I, I actually prefer when they do it more artistically where they start it off and they cut to after the fact that they could just be like oh you know what happened but we can move along uh, yeah you know, we exactly we get the point i totally agree with that we don't need to and like you said alan this this is a lot of speculation but it also to add something like that i'm not exactly opposed to adding more stuff to lord of the rings you know i guess a a series or whatever would be fun how i you know actually I'll, i'll be honest i don't think it needs any more i think it's complete i think it's fine make up your own story and add whatever you want but if you're gonna add the sex stuff I'm not going to watch it. I mean, and you guys know that's part of the reason why I haven't even played the Witcher games. Because I think I asked you guys, like, how much, you know, mm-hmm. kind of that stuff is in there? And you're like, oh, a good amount. And like, oh, all right. And I just, I haven't played them. Yeah, I only play a little bit of those games and I hate it. Hmm. Yeah. And the other thing is, Tolkien was a linguist. He knew what words meant. He He knew the origins of words. He knew the history of words. He... He built his own languages using the, the his knowledge of linguistics. And so for him to purposely avoid writing about these things and to, like, for example, Tolkien never writes anything. He never uses the word rape, except for in Lord of the Rings, when he refers to Gondor being sacked or pillaged. Uh, there is some incest in the Silmarillion, but they didn't know they were committing incense because one of them had no concept of who this other person was. It wasn't until later that it's revealed to them. And then when they, it's revealed to them, they one of them kills themselves. So, I mean, it. Tolkien was a hardcore Catholic, too. I, I just think it's disrespectful to what he created to try and shove something in there that he never intended for there to be. Yeah, yeah. Just let it lie. He he wrote good stuff. Uh, we we got good movies. Thank God we got some really good movies that has happened all the time. Uh, but yeah, this could this should be isolated. Another fan, there's tons of fantasy books and stories. Use one of those. Yeah, I also think though, like something that you said, Alan, earlier is like when you're a little kid, you start with Narnia. When you hit your teenage years, you read The Lord of the Rings. And then if you want to be an adult and keep wanting to read about more adult stuff, then go read Jory R.R. Martin. You don't need to shove that kind of stuff into every story out there. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, that was really good, too. That was a really good point. I think that's a good progression. And so kind of it just sounds like a cash grab, too. Like, we're just going to make the story and we're going to slap Lord of the Rings on it. We're going to use the characters. But, you know, if they Mm -hmm. do adult content it's like well, I, I don't know i think you're going to turn off a fair amount of your audience yeah. i agree because tolkien never never set up any any design for that in his story agreed and we will see what happens with that hopefully it goes well and i know i said this was our last topic for the podcast however 
since it is Halloween coming up, I thought it'd be fun if we played a little game. <laughs> uh, we're going to play Guess the <laughs> Guess the Scary Movie Quiz. It's just about scary movies. And I know earlier you guys said you don't know a whole lot, so this will be good. Now, the way this is going to go is I'm going to ask you guys a question. You're gonna, I'm going to read off the four possible answers. You guys will then have 10 seconds to answer, in which time... If you don't answer, you get it wrong. If you do, you'll get a point. If you guys get so many points, you get a toy. Good. Multiple oh. choice. Always go with B. Always go with B. It's C. I thought you always go with C. I thought it was you always go with B. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> First question on the block. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. What is the name of the main villain in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. A, Leatherface, B, Ghostface, C, Pinhead, or D, Slicey McStabby? Leatherface, A. I thought it was Jason Voorhees, so my bad. Jason Voorhees is Friday the 13th. Get out of here. Good thing thing you waited, because (laughs) Leatherface is the correct answer. Uh, later, we, we learned that his name is Jedediah Sawyer, and uh, it's actually the mask is uh, made out of skin. Pretty gross. All right. <laughs> Next question. Here's Johnny. What is the name of the hotel where The Shining takes place? Ooh. Is, it, is it A, the Grand Frontier, B, Glacier Peak, C, Overwatch Hotel, or D, Overlook Hotel? Uh, I was gonna say Bates. Dang it! Uh, uh, Avid. <laughs> Grand Frontier. Final answer. Yeah, that's for me. What I don't know what Alan's got. Oh, I say Glacier Peak. Uh, who who's who's going? A or B? I, I'm on A. We're I think we're I think we're divided here. Which so, one is Glacier? All right, we're going with A because uh, Tomas answered first. He said oh. A, which was Grand Frontier. You were both wrong. The oh. answer is Overlook Hotel. Ah. And just so, so you know, it is actually the Overlook Hotel in the movie is actually the Timberline Lodge in Oregon. What? Yeah. Fun fact. All right. Next question. What was the name of the infamous fishing boat used in the climactic shark hunt at the end of Jaws? I Jaws is a horror movie. Oh, is it God. A, Spellbound, B, High Tide, C, Orca? Or D, buoy o oh, buoy. Ten you, seconds. You, you got C. this, Alan, because I don't now. have no idea. Pretty sure it's C. C, uh, Orca? C. Yeah. You are correct. Oh, well dude. done. The there Orca was no match for Jaws, which promptly sank. It appears in the sequel, though, as divers explore its wreckage. Okay, a couple more. You have two points so far. If you make it to five, you get your, your toy. I thought we were first. You're not getting any. Oh, no. You guys are doing this together. Team, team, team building. Team building. Team, team building. You guys are working together. You're working against me, basically. All right. Uh, well, sorry. How does the mostly unseen monster from It Follows decide who to target? Is it A, sexual partners, B, atheists, C virgins or D females only. I think it's totally atheist, but I mean that's me personally. 
I go, I go. See, I, I've not seen it follow, so I have no idea. But I, I, I would go for virgins. See, virgins. Ah, uh, you are incorrect. It is ah. sexual partners. Yeah, I don't know this one either. Really? Uh, the movie is a metaphor for an STD. You can only remove or postpone the curse by passing it on to someone else. Actually, I think I did see that. That was that's, uh, that's, a... that's okay. Back to uh, more common ones. Who was the main protagonist in the Scream series? Was it A. Dewey Riley, B. Casey Becker, C. Sidney Prescott, or D. Cotton Weary? I I want to say seconds. Dewey, Bob. Yeah, Dewey sounds sounds the most horror related, like to me. D- Dewey Riley is incorrect. <sighs> Sorry, it was Sydney Prescott. It was C. Uh, she's played by Nev Campbell. I'm I'm sorry, yeah. but if you have a name like Dewey, you're gonna go around killing people. But still, uh, I was still yeah. wrong. But still, yeah. <laughs> you, okay, okay. Here's another one. You guys should be able to get this one. Before he was caught and burned to death by angry townspeople, Freddy Krueger was a serial killer known as the. Blank. Is it A, Elm Street Murderer, B, Springwood Slasher, C, Ohio State Stabber, or D, Kitty Killer? I'm going to go with B, Bob. But, are you calling me Bob? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, is that not... B, Springwood Slasher? That's, I, I, That's I your know. guess? That's my guess. I haven't watched those. That is correct. That oh, is correct. Wow. That's another point. Okay. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Elm Street. But anyways. While alive, he was uh, escaped jail on technicality, and angry citizens formed a mob and burned him to death. I thought it was on Elm Street. That's what I thought the whole point of the movie was, Nightmare yeah, that's on Elm why, Street. Yeah, that's why I said Eternity. It is on Elm It's Nightmare on Elm Street. But yeah, that's why I knew it wasn't that, because I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it was too easy. Yeah. Okay, so we got three more questions. You have to get two of these right to win. What is the name of the mysterious hypnotic location that Chris finds himself in in during Get Out? Is it A, the teacup? Is it B, the apple orchard? C, the sunken place? Or D, the alternate world? Ooh, I want to say sunken place, Bob. I haven't seen it. You haven't? Oh, man, you need to watch some more movies. Yeah, Get Out's really good. I highly recommend it. Pretty sure sunken place. Fun fact, I I told my wife this was a rom-com before we watched it, and she was <laughs> completely unaware what she was yeah, getting into. It seems like it, too, and then it does a huge turn. <laughs> it's a it's a dark turn. I'm surprised yeah. you didn't have to I, get out. Are, I feel like it's like Sunken Place, but I don't remember. Sunken Place is correct. It is a metaphor for all those who are marginalized, no matter how loud they scream about it. All right, uh, two more questions. The Purge is about a 24-hour period where all crime is legal in America. How often does this happen? Is it A, once every six months, B, once every five years, C, once a month, or D, once a year? I have not seen these. I want to say it's D, isn't it, once a year? Bob, that's what I'd go with. What? Sorry, what I cut out there, once a year? Yeah, once a year. D, once a year. That is correct. The oppressive government dubbed the new founding fathers uses the event to push crime. 
It sounds like a fun movie, but I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I've never I seen it. I haven't watched them. I've wanted to, but yeah, the only reason I knew is because they, they parody it on Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, fair. That's right. Yeah. I have seen that one. It's true. I've seen that one. <laughs> All right, last one for fun. You guys already won. Congratulations, but let's just do the last one. The bad guy in Don't Breathe might be old and blind, but he's hiding a big secret in the basement. Is it A, million dollars? B, a kidnapped woman, C, a secret drug operation, or D, stolen government documents? I have no idea. Uh, go with D. Yeah, I'll go with D. I'll just follow you. I, I never saw that either. Uh, yeah, I haven't either. It was B, a kidnapped woman. Okay, this is the real last question. This is, a, this is appropriate. This is way appropriate for this podcast. All right, so... Michael Myers' mask from the movie Halloween is actually a mask for what Star Trek character? Is it A, Mr. Spock, B, B Jean-Luc Picard, C, Leonard McCoy, or D, James T. Kirk? I actually knew this one Oh, yeah, I, 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 know it, I know, but I can't remember. I, I want to say Spock. I'm going to say the second guy. Second B, guy Jean-Luc? Yeah, for some reason that sounds... Sounds like yeah, a good I'll mask. Let you take it. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, so sorry. It was actually James T. Kirk. The uh, production crew purchased the mask for two dollars and then painted it white and mod- modified it slightly. So it's actually a William Shatner mask. Yeah, I, d- I did you, know that one. I remember. I remember hearing about that, but I did not remember who it was. That's another good one. Let me guess. You haven't seen that one either. No, I have it. Oh my gosh! I don't watch horror movies. Halloween, the first Halloween movie is amazing too. It's amazing. I, I, I've seen Jeepers Creepers. Oh, it's, what the heck? All right. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, on that note, that that's going to be it for me, uh, Alan and Tomas. Why don't you say bye to the people? Yeah, uh, well, I want to say bye, but I want to go over. Uh, if you need to have any questions or anything, feel free to email us at nerdbackstory at gmail.com or catch us on nerd underscore BS on Twitter. Uh, you can join our Discord if you ask. Uh, my Twitter is uh, SKAD Matrix, uh, so you can get me on there. But yeah, uh, contact us somewhere, and I'll see you next time. Please don't egg my house. I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>